Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is A New World Order, and I am Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, here with my colleagues from across the sea. One who's actually quite reasonable, and one who lives so far in denial that he's probably drowned by now. <laughs> I don't know which one of those I am. I assume I'm the reasonable one. <laughs> I am your number one contender and your best friend, animals, I guess. Um Sebastian of the United States of South America. Friend to the animals. Friend to the animals. Who's a good boy or girl? Is that how you're, you're all good boys? Is girls. that how you're billing yourself? That's how you're selling yourself to the, For this the, episode, yes. In the eyes of the media. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, of course, Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us, then you're one of our favorite people in the entire world. You're one of our patrons. Hooray, you know the score. We don't need to explain anything more to you. You know that we're under a gypsy curse. You know that animals are talking, and you want to know how it has gone in our nation this Five episode arc. Well, let me just say for Andropolia, the trilogy of health is progressing fantastically. We're I'm, living longer, longer than we have in a long time. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure how that ties into the animals, but I appreciate that it's happening. Well, the regardless. animals, the animals have bringing held, those averages up. They've held up the mirror to society and said, "Look at yourselves. It's you great, filthy humans. It's great that you have freedom, but things are not great. There are there are lots of holes in the Andropolian system. Why don't we try and, and fix them up? As soon as parrots start living longer than humans, <laughs> humans, you've got to look at what you're doing. I have an alternative theory as to what's happened. I believe because the healthcare uh, is so terrible in your nation. The fact that snakes can now talk and tell your citizens, hey, maybe don't have our oils. They're not good for you. They're like, what do you mean? We were relying on these old old West style tonics to keep us alive. A, yeah, rats aren't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so I think now that there's a bit of transparency between your populace and the animals and they're learning that this voodoo witchcraft nonsense won't actually help them. Quite possibly. I mean, it was it was not that long ago that there was a proposal for, uh, what was it, a monster hunter? A mm. uh, well, it scared me that there was enough support, <laughs> uh, that, that, that clearly there was a desperate need for education in, in Andropolia. We were attacked by zombies like three episodes earlier. Yeah, I, know, I know, these are strange times, Seb. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zane Straley is happy to round out this arc with a final issue. Very He's good. only going first now, so I cannot retaliate in theory when he decimates me during mine. But well, we, we would never retaliate because there's nothing to retaliate to. Typically, Zane Australia does go first. Would you care to reverse the no, roles? No, no. I, I'm just pointing out, <laughs> and this is a double win. Either he does it and I'm proved right, or he doesn't despite me and I don't get vetoed. So this is, I can only win from saying this. You see, again, you're talking about you're talking about the war. You're acknowledging it very passively. This is this is positive, but. You kind of need to acknowledge it actively and no, put an end to it. Absolutely put an, not. Put an end to the conflict. There is no conflict. You can be best of friends. I can wait. My wife can have a dream where I, I do something and she wakes up mad at me and she can be as mad at me as she wants, but we're not having a fight. It's been right, one, one person right, imagine the slides. Perhaps my problem is phrasing. <laughs> let me let me put the uh, the treaty this way. Zane Australia will promise not to veto you in any way for the next five episodes if you would agree to give Zane Australia three veto points. Absolutely not. There we go. Then we I can out- <laughs> If you want to play the veto game, I will simply outlive you. It's fine. 
Okay. I'm, I'm enough of a positive and you're enough of a, of a negative to me that I can Zane's simply Australia weather the storm that is Australia. For, for about 15, 15 episodes now has made it very clear that Australia doesn't intend to win by withholding veto points. Saint Australia <laughs> intends to forge change throughout the world by spending veto points. In a points. blaze of glory. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. We all have a different names. I just want my people I to just, learn I from just, my example. Zane Australia has been beneficently affected said America in the past and in the last five uh, episodes has been malevolently affecting Seb Merrick. Maliciously is the word I would use. Both we're willing to accept because we have been very open about the fact of whether or not we consider ourselves at war with Seb America, <laughs> which we do. A war instigated by Seb America, twice striking Zane Australia unwarranted. You tried um, to make dragons. Let's not paint you guys as like, you know, godly and look how nice they are. We Making have- dragons during wartime. What could go wrong? We have to put this into context. Since the introduction of the veto points, Seb America has only used two... Only against Zane Australia, and only what thirty episodes in after after yeah. after a really staunch platform of I will not ever spend and these veto only points during a time of global conflict. Let's, and let's, and let's let's be during already exciting times. You guys are painting me as the villain because I've only used them twice, whereas you guys go dropping bombs everywhere. You guys are uh, you guys are international nuisances. You know who you else? Are. You know who else only dropped the bomb twice? The only place to, <laughs> to drop any bomb Was it twice. <laughs> and guess who's the United States of America? I'm just being yeah. in character. You guys no, are in denial. There's, yeah, there are parallels here that, that, that supersede the conscious. If only you would, you would harness that power for good, Seb. I am doing good. I'm doing well. <laughs> <laughs> Superman does good. <laughs> and we don't yet have a Superman, but we're working on it. Uh, <laughs> there, there are Supermen all throughout Andropolia. There are Batmans all throughout Andropolia. I don't yeah. think yeah, I don't think you've got Supermans yeah. yet. Otherwise, we have, have a problem. <laughs> they have replaced the police force. We, there is there is a free market. We private- here in Zane Australia are much more fond of cyborg. So <laughs> let's see how the uh, opinion polls think of Zane Australia. All right, give us a break, leader. A recent opinion survey carried out in Zane Australia has suggested that you are the most beloved and accomplished head of state in the history of Zane Australia. They are suggesting that to celebrate this good news, a brand new public holiday would put the boy for boy in even greater admiration of your glorious leadership. Now, it is common knowledge that Zane Australia has a universal basic income. It has a lot of healthcare and education. And we have incredibly high employment. So I'm not against giving my populace what they demand. Another public holiday. Certainly not. (laughs) There are five options. Patriot's Day, exclaims Kate Cooper, an excitable junior civil servant who carries a picture of me in her wallet and is always trying to get me to notice her. The national anthem would be played all day on TV and radio and (laughs) there'd be carnivals in the street showcasing the national clothes, dance and music and food. It will be fun for the kids too. They can decorate their bicycles in the national colors of Zane Australia and win prizes for the best decorations. And looking over the festivities, a 60-foot tall portrait of you our most beloved leader. Sounds fun. It sounds fun. It just sounds like a, uh, a a little bit like a fascist celebration to me, but it also sounds a little bit just like a 4th of July celebration. Fascism is, I mean, it is tied to nationalism, but just being a patriot doesn't make you a fascist. No, not of course. The, I just, the national anthem being played all day long on TV and radio, that is the yeah. sort of like taking over all media, <laughs> you will only consume national well, okay, <laughs> national in, pride. In the same way that Christmas takes over TV and True. radio. You know, Fair enough. When Christmas rolls around. Option number two. A celebration isn't a bad idea, but you're looking at it from the wrong perspective. Offers Army General and author of the book Why Leader is Our Greatest Strategic Asset, <laughs> Nikita Chakchurian. 
An armed forces day is what we need. Can you picture it now? A million armed men and women marching in perfect unity. I don't think we have a million. Uh, <laughs> through the streets of Zane Australia City. Eyes right as they turn their heads and salute you. Then battalions of our newest armored vehicles be followed by the best part. Our biggest missiles on trailers. What a sight to behold. And all the civilians can be forced to be spectators. Okay, so this is the fascist option. This is the North Korea option. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they <think> wouldn't dare <laughs> oppose that considering all the guns on show. <laughs> they may be called uh, a million marching soldiers in quotation marks. <laughs> whereas this seems like an excellent opportunity for all your arts students. <laughs> and, they're, and they're flourishing paper mache and, and, and balsa wood constructions to to pretend all the- to be. <laughs> Exactly right. <laughs> also, with your arts population, you're going to have a lot of the, um, you know, the man in the Chairman Square Massacre sitting in front of the. Oh yes, <laughs> you're going to have like a hundred of oh, them. Oh, the protesters! Oh. oh my god, these these parades are never going to get off the ground. Well, yep. yeah, I, I mean, Australia is not a militaristic nation. Yeah, that's why we this have, will shock them. We have dinosaurs. <laughs> hold, hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. It's more of a parade, dinosaur parade. Yeah. Your issue this week is to decide on what kind of party to have. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> because I've welcomed animals in. I've reduced taxes by a few percent. <laughs> just a few, just a few percent. And that's it. There are no more problems. It's time no to problems. celebrate. Everyone has said, you are the best leader we've ever had. Let's have a party. Tell us what kind of party you want. This is very reminiscent of the- Of the, well, the time of travelers. Concluding the time travelers Again, with a round of applause. When I help, I, I welcome <laughs> them all in and say, you do what you feel you need to do. And we ended up. Up in the polls. Mm. <laughs> Option mm. number three. <laughs> Public holidays have traditionally been of religious nature. In terms, Tiga, Tina Riker, Professor of Religious Studies at the University of Zane Australia City. Why don't we celebrate the holy moment of the creation of the world? Regardless of our faith, we can all agree that it is irrefutable. The hand of the divine was what set the motion. Universe Creation Day is the holiday Zane Australia. Mmm. Can we all agree (laughs) that it is irrefutable that the hand of the divine was part of creation? (laughs) I mean, other than that, like, just like, the universe is great, day. I don't mind that. But her her parade comes with a lot of baggage. Yes. Option number four. Of four? Of five. Of five. Naked Truth Day. Oh, yells the next speaker, who struts into my office totally naked and stands directly in front of me without shame. Luckily, there's a framed photo of my parents on my desk that is located perfectly to avoid any offending sight. (laughs) We need a day when every citizen can be as free as Mother Nature intended. A day when you, leaders, stand before us as if to say, I have nothing to hide, and where we bask in joined consensual nakedness. It'll be great chance to educate everyone on the benefits of nudism. Even the prudes will come around to the idea or eventually. Secular. Secular. Educational. Also welcoming the animals yep. who traditionally already, yep. do not wear clothes. Yeah. And when they do wear clothes, sometimes do not like it at all. <laughs> like some humans. <laughs> like some humans. <laughs> like this human. <laughs> <laughs> Option number five. Carmen Zahm, the top undertaker in Zane Australia, has the final say. I haven't had a day off for 25 years. <laughs> I don't need a day off. And all these workshy layabouts shouldn't have one. Uh-huh. Leader, we don't need another public holiday. In fact, we don't need a public Ban them all. <laughs> Get rid of all of them. It will be good for economy. Oh, I beg to differ. So... <laughs> <laughs> Those are my five options. Patriots so, Day. Light light fascism. Heavy fascism. <laughs> Relig- heavy religion. <laughs> heavy religion. Or naked. nakedness. <laughs> um, now, the thing is that the nakedness is not forced. It is consensual. Yeah. yeah. It's just a fun so day. It's just, it's just a fun day. And, it and I think if we are celebrating... The addition of all of these animals into our society, so, which has been what these last few episodes have been about, I think. Well, then I think Zane Australian Naked Truth Day is the right answer. Absolutely, it's it's voluntary. It's uh, 
it, do, it doesn't come with any sort of political or, nope. or religious baggage. There's just no, there's a celebration. Nothing. Go out to the yeah. park, have a barbecue. Yeah. And be naked and if you want. And be naked if you want to be. Why was with not all your just animal friends? Have a parade of like flowers at a thing. Why is it so many extreme? No one was like, well, let's I think a- option number one, Patriots Day, is there. There'll be parades yeah. and kids will do things yeah. and there'll be national anthems everywhere. There'll be Mind a supreme July yeah. 4th. A supreme yeah. leader balloon. Yeah. yeah. And the first one had a statue of you, I believe. Uh, a portrait. A oh. giant portrait. It's I'm not, the one with statues. Yeah, that I am that I am just awarded arbitrarily. I don't even need a parade. The the citizens just award me statues. Other nations make statues of me. <laughs> so it's yeah. So it's, unless it's a there's really a veto. big problem, but of course not. Although this is if we were at war, which we're not, this would have been an easy one to fuck you over with because it would have just been ban that one good option, and then you'd be stuck with terrible around. But we're not at war, so I don't no, have to talk about that. Option number one is perfectly fine, and even option number three, even though it has religious overtones, it's not a terror and an, an inherent terrible idea just like the universe is great it's here let's have fun yeah. and an invisible man made it happen yes that is the the subtext but we're not going that one <laughs> we're going the naked truth day escalators are avoided at all costs oh. <laughs> zane australia more chill than ever before avant-garde gallery popular Yet confusing. Fewer lazy bums than ever before, boss's note. And civil rights activists, now we're getting somewhere. Nudity, up 5%. Yeah, only 5 Only 5 oh, I anyway, it, is, yeah. it is one day. Yeah. And also, we nudity is not uh, legislated yeah. against yeah. in Australia. Uh, so between 0.1% and 0.7%, we have employment up, intelligence up, safety up, recreational drug use up, civil rights up, and ideological ideolo- ideological radicality up. Okay. Downs, 1.8%, corruption again, uh, and authoritarianism again. And then down uh, social conservatism, 1.5%, of course, because ideological radicality. So on the whole, you've ended uh, on a high. Yeah, absolutely. You've, you've welcomed and integrated the animals into your society. Civil rights, employment, intelligence and safety, all up. Those are Zane Australian values. This has been a celebration of what we've achieved this arc. Very good. Now, I have picked a particular risky issue today. Oh. <laughs> Because there's two options and one of them's terrible. <laughs> there's a couple of options. It's just that one of them is particularly terrible. But I, I decided to save it for the Patreon episode because I didn't want to dismiss it because it's actually a very fun issue. Okay. But I figured it'd be a nice little reward for people listening because, well, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> My issue is called Playful Petitions Pester Pol- a petition calling for you to wear nothing but swimming attire and a top hat during speeches and public events was discussed in detail by the government including a fierce debate on which colours would suit you best. After updating your wardrobe and feeling angry and somewhat embarrassed, you called for a meeting with your advisor to discuss how ridiculous petitions have become. <laughs> okay, maybe this isn't what I thought it was. I thought it was going to be like, force me to wear fucking speedos and a top. Apparently that's already happened. You know, <laughs> that's in the past. You know you can just do that though. <laughs> but now it's enforced. <laughs> the, the conceit of acknowledging this issue is apparently that passed in the background. All right, okay. Your fashion choices aside, these petitions are getting out of hand, claims a rather stressed out aide after taking a nap on a mountain of petitions. <laughs> when a day passes without me inundated, being inundated with senseless petitions, like asking us to ban breathing or to add whale surfing to the national curriculum. <laughs> Consensual whale surfing, I would <laughs> add. We should introduce petition curators to make sure that only legitimate petitions make it through They'll cut out the less desirable ones. I'm already against that because then someone is making a call that certain opinions do not matter. Absolutely Mm. right. And obviously if we voice them all and vote, the ones that don't matter will just probably not succeed. Which I then say and then think of Bodie McBoatface, so who knows? You you either listen to them all or you don't listen to any at all. Why waste time with petitions anyway? Tuts one of your top staffers while absent-mindedly shredding a petition to construct something called a Death Star. Look at me, averting war once again. (laughs) These petitions are a waste of everyone's time, and we'd be better off ignoring them. It's not like their opinions matter. We shouldn't concern ourselves with what? For instance, people think our public buildings should look like, seriously, a banana-shaped office? (laughs) That sounds like something you'd go for. I would go for that, yeah. Uh, There's two more options. Oh, okay. People have the right to sign some paper and complain about how things are being run. Press is one of your more eager assistants who dreams of becoming a politician one day. 
It doesn't matter how ridiculous a petition may seem, it should be looked at in detail to see if it has any merit, even if that requires extra work for us. There must be something useful to be found within them, surely. Is now is that's kind of subverting again the the whole point of representative government. Yes, that if if you don't think if you think everybody has something to say, why bother having having a parliament at all? Yeah. Mm. Just listen to what people have to say. Well, it's not saying that if we receive a petition, we pass it. It's just saying we acknowledge the fact that people have signed a thing and we at least look into it. Whether that yes, be, but it's, yeah. but it's ignoring the fact that there are already channels for bringing this to, to the government's attention Yes, if that's an important consideration. Yeah. Yes. And uh, finally, I think this petition makes a very important point, argues your minister of making things look good, who also <laughs> happens to be your personal hairstylist. You could really do with a makeover. It would be a hit with the public and your speeches would have a new lease of life. After all, if a petition calls for you to change your appearance, then obviously people... Um, appearance, then obviously... People think you'd look better that way. <laughs> oh, that's a big assumption. <laughs> so those are my options. None of them are great. None of them are. T- I mean, oh, I don't think we're really terrible. One is the shredding one, but like so, dismiss them all. I'm yeah. Sorry, so, I'm- so the first one is to regulate uh, the petitions that the government yep, receives. So one is to no more petitions accepted. Period. So yep. one is regulate. One is not ban petitions from existing, but effectively Just banning them, them. Yeah. One is to look into every petition for merit, and then one is to. Once again, look into every petition, but for face value, what they are. Because one's like, we should be examining them to see if there's more to them. Right. Whereas the last one is similar, but it's really leaning into them for a PR purpose rather than for a, a, uh, a nation changing purpose. Whereas the third one is more to use it as a template for policy. Yes. Okay. So I'm obviously not going to, I'm not looking at one and two because I don't want to, if I'm going, if I'm picking which petitions matter and which don't, they don't matter. Yes. And if I'm, Saying no to all so, of them as well. So, what I, do you think the point of petitions should be then? My like, my like, like should is, should should specific ideas be addressed in petitions? Ideally, yes. Like, I think you know, I think the vending machine in whatever hospital should stock Snickers instead of Mars bars. Okay, so that comes through. But that would be one no, of the things know, that would come through. Thing. That's 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 the level to which you would. Yeah. So, as a from number th- number four would say, fix it because people will like you more. <laughs> number three would say. Well, yeah, okay, that's a, it's a bit of a stretch, but is there is there an issue nutritionally speaking in within a, within hospitals that people are having to turn to vending machines as opposed to something else? Right. So I'm inclined to think number three is the best option here because it's not number two. Number two is outright banning all petitions. Well, it, just the government not hearing petitions. It yes. would still it would still have the channel of constituents, you know, going through their representative. And them raising raising the issue in Parliament and whatever. It just says we shouldn't concern ourselves with what people think. Yeah. So I disagree with that. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's all right. So I'm leaning number three currently because it's well, it's your money, Seb. Actually, it's not your money. It's Americans' money. <laughs> but you seem intent on wasting it willy nilly. It's not accepting every petition. It's just looking at them. That doesn't come free of charge. That's going to cost a fortune. That's fine. It's fine. What do you, what do you mean? That's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. All right, confirming. Well, We're good. Yeah, very well. Do I select <laughs> very, the right very one? well. Read every petition. The government has spent days debating the merits of petitions, calling for a ban on sporks. About time. I don't <laughs> like middle grounds. <laughs> Wait, because never mind. Yep. I don't want. I'm yep. gonna. F- no, government cuts care. eco waste. <laughs> Too many children missing breakfast. Teachers say. Uh, not so cheesy once again. And car sales fall, but never a better time to buy. Minimal increases. The biggest increase. Taxation, 0.5. <laughs> like it's- Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, as for the downs, the biggest down, 0.7. Freedom from taxation. So fuck okay. all has happened really. Um, out of reference, my taxation is now on- Went from 39.2 to 39.7. So we haven't gone up a full percent either. Like it's really- Minimal, like people might be uh, an extra fifteen cents, maybe been skimmed off their paychecks once again. Yeah, but those fifteen cents add up. Fifteen cents here, fifteen cents yeah, there. That's good for me. <laughs> once again, rounding out the arc with a whimper. I thought it would be more than that. <laughs> if you say, my so, Andrew was saying I was going to like lose all my money or some shit. That was like nothing. I, I think mean, your no. government is already big enough that I that petitions are not going to mm. difference to it. Um, well, there you go. There you go. Submerica will hear any opinion its constituents have on anything. 
at all. You've got your foot yep. in the door there. <laughs> at least they're happy. <laughs> then what's the point? To make them happy. What's, to the, increase the quality the of their life. What's the point of building up the, these, these, these walls for- What know, walls? You know, government has- Strict, you know, time time resources. It's not it's not endless. You can't hear everybody's opinion. You simply can't. Even even if you wanted to, you could not talk to every one of your constituents ever. I know. The dream is I could though. I know it's not feasible, <laughs> but I'd love to. <laughs> so you're willing to so I'm willing fund to- a dream, even though you know it's not in any way achievable. I'm not listening to every single person. It's not like. You you like I'm going to start a petition to make hamburgers illegal. You sign it. It's not going to. That's not it. Somebody I'm, will read it. Somebody will give it some sort of credibility. Yeah, and it's how 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 fast is it for me to be like make hamburgers pass? Like then then that's the point. Like someone's there to be like, oh okay, this person wants to raise fence heights for properties. That's an actual thing that has merit. Whereas if you send through the yeah ban hamburgers thing someone's like all right next like that that's the whole process i did it in why, half a second why are you regulating hamburgers and fence heights i'm just saying there's a thing that could be looked at with merit and something that could be looked at and said there's no merit and that's that's so quick of a decision i don't think it's gonna take that much money very well it's very just someone well. looking at it saying <laughs> no next in andropolia the trilogy of health I believe this is going to be a stunning conclusion. Well, let's hope. Well, it's no, it's 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 kind of a, a loosely loosely based issue, but the animals talking have have addressed the health have pointed out that health is a major issue in Andropolia, and I'm doing everything I can since the private market hasn't hasn't acted uh, in order to facilitate that in the hopes that it will be taken over. A question of sport. Andropolia's football fans were outraged after the nation's bid to host an important regional competition was... Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ejected. The reason Andropolia's football fields are slightly shorter than the international standard. Mm. I've had this one before, I think. Yes. I think I had this one as well. No, you, you had this one about the... No, I had it about the Olympic Games. Or something about the Olympic Games. No, about regulation sports fields. Something like that. I, I did it. Oh, do you do this yeah. very issue? I believe so. There we go. All right. Well, let's see if we go down the same way. I suspect we might. Number one. Tracy Roosevelt, head of the Football Association of Andropolia, announced in a press release, clearly we're disappointed by the result. It's yet more evidence of what we've been saying all along. Sport in this country is severely underfunded. With more amples from the government, we could start upgrading sporting venues across the country. Mm. This would definitely count in our favour favor, <laughs> when we submit our next bid. True. So she just wants a subsidy. Yes. That's it. Money, 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 money. You paid it for health. You've got to do it for sport. No. you got to do it. Not with the funding of venues. What's good for the goose is good for the... Other bird thing. <laughs> there are better ways, which I hope we get to. <laughs> you want to spend my tax money on what? Weezer's couch potato carries sands while flicking through sports channels. If sporting associations need more money, why not ask for sponsorship from the private sector? Here, here. Like pizza chains and soda bottlers. Why should my money be used to help a bunch of good-for-nothing kids chase a bit of leather around? Mm. Quite right. I think. I think... Both of our positions on this have been well documented over the course of this podcast. That uh, sports are fine if you do them yourself. Like yeah, exactly, the, right. you don't like poetry. Yeah. Sport doesn't need government subsidy, and businesses are incredibly willing for the goodwill alone mm. to provide some sponsorship towards sporting events. You do not need government money to run sports. Quite right. Ever number three of four. There's nothing wrong with our stadiums, shouts sports fan Gregory Ford, waving a crowd rattle and 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 blowing. A f- no, no vuvuzelas. It's a vuvuzela. God, dead. they just. 
<laughs> I know. I know. I can't get the picture out of my head now. They're just the right size for the sports I grew up playing. Why should we change the rules of our national sport just to please a bunch of foreigners? Yeah, Australian rules. I say we support our team and play by our own traditional rules. We should get rid of those silly foreign sports and their rules. Yeah. So ban sports that conform to an international standard? That Correct. seems ridiculous. Ban them. No. I will not. Oh, well, Number four. It was worth a try. An option which I am firmly, firmly believing to be the health option. This is, <laughs> right. this is the health policy and also takes care of the, the sporting issue very nicely. Ban sports. They rejected us because of a few feet of grass. That's crazy, writes journalist Martin McCartney. Sport isn't about rules. It's about having fun and getting fit. When we were kids, we could have a great time with just a stick and a couple of rocks. There were no rule books or standardised playing fields. We should encourage kids to get out there and, and have throw fun. throw sticks and rocks at each other. And who cares about a few silly rules? This was the Zane Australian option. This was the option I took as well, actually. And, there, and we are in complete agreement. Freedom rules. When it comes to sport... Stop, uh, you know. Yeah. My memory games. was this answer did not have results. Is that right? My, I'm trying to remember back, but I remember it was, um, it lowered something that you thought would have gone up, like health went down or something stupid. I might be wrong, but my memory was it didn't have the ideal because it wasn't structured. People weren't playing as much or something, and there was actually a decline in sports. It was weird. Possibly, but, yeah. but, but I remember it didn't change too much. No. It was early on, yeah. so our numbers weren't as big, but yeah. Yeah. No, but but for Andropolia, it's the ideal option. It's we already have school programs uh, that are that are aiming anti yeah, anti depression, absolutely, or about depression awareness, um, and getting kids out into the sun will take care of the vitamin D problem. These are just fingers crossed. These are just reinforcing each other, feedbacking on each other. No vetoes incoming. No vetoes. Very well. I then. heartily encourage you to change change take that option. <laughs> I mean, sports are such a. I'm I get confused by why. Why I understand why people like games, but why the I guess the legality not the legality of sports, like all that bureaucracy of sports, why that makes the news so often, why people get really riled up about the tribunals and, and other, you know, expulsions and well, suspensions. I, I think it's it's a sports is just another kind of patriot. Uh, because okay, you, you okay. it's location based, and so, and then when you have that kind of bred in from a young age, like you're going for the Brisbane water buffalo or whatever, and so you two animals to guess from. You got oh, no, 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 no. I, I don't I, want a national <laughs> team. Oh, <okay. laughs> no, no, I, I, I get, I get that there's a fandom. I'm, I'm talking about when you, you know, um, the the rulings from the tribunal of of, of the sports councils makes the news as oh, if it's yeah. as if it's something legitimate. I think and it's serious. just because it's it's so popular. Right. Like that's the thing. If fantasy games uh, are, are so popular because it's just another kind of nerd. Like a jock is technically just a sports nerd when you think yeah, about all it. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, no, that that makes complete sense. Kids laugh off vandalism and arson as just fun. <laughs> but to be fair, that's nothing new in Andropolia. <laughs> With what, like a 60% crime rate? <laughs> the Andropolia Sentinel reports dissident speaker missing presumed impaled. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, you've a lot of impalings in mm. Andropolia. More than St. Australia is comfortable with. Retirement problem solving itself, <laughs> economist says. Uh, I think your, your, your life expectancy has gone down again. <sighs> Let's see. Andropolia more chill than ever before, and Andropolia's natural beauty, how to find it. So, youth rebelliousness up 100%, but I will add that it has gone from negative one to zero. Yeah. Niceness up 13.5%, weaponization up five, inclusiveness up three, and crime, unfortunately, up one and a half. Yes. Not, uh, not, the, not the result I was hoping for. Well- I will say I think what they've done there is they've taken your just let them go with it approach and used it as a uh, uh-huh, just go outside doesn't matter what you're playing just go outside yeah as in yeah. so kids are making their own fun which is vandalism rather than organized sport that's a shame but at least we've got the prisons to put, put them, them in. in exactly right lifespan I you I'm- go sit on your golden toilet prisoner. <laughs> Lifespan, I'm sad to report, is down 0.8%. Oh, no. And in the other negatives, or downtrends, I should say, pacifism is down 2%, safety down 6 business subsidization down 7%, and 
uh, retail as as an industry is down 35%. Oh, it's a mixed bag. Very mixed bag. And I think, unfortunately, heavy on the negative side. Mm. That's not nearly the, the, the positive response that I was I think, hoping. I, I think did you've warn got- you. No, 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 you, you didn't. Fair enough. And and I will acknowledge freedom yeah. has a darker side. That and I think that's the thing. You took the Andropolian answer, yeah. whereas the other the other health in options in the trilogy of health you've kind of lent into lent away from the yeah. pure um what do you what do you call libertarian view yes and and i think this one you went back to it and just kind of like mm, okay so you didn't you kind of undid a it hasn't gone that well but at least it's uh at least it's not detrimental i think overall <laughs> the trilogy has a tiny net gain Two steps forward, one step back. There we go. At least you go one step forward. This should have been your episode two. This could have been your Empire Strikes Back. Ah. <laughs> that's, that's why I was like, it's weird that you've done so well in episode two. Well, there we go. No, it's 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 happened in the Patreon episode. Uh, so Boo. Uh, hiding your mess where not as many people will see it. I'm on to you. Net positive. Again, I'm I'm sure this is this is on the path to to the the good side, the light mm. side of Andropolia. Yep. We are compassionate. It's it's all sitting within us. We just get so wrapped up in in our you know overwhelming freedoms that you know we start to shoot outside the front of our house <laughs> or inside, just or around, inside, just, just just randomly down the street. <laughs> if everyone's shooting down the street, no one knows who shot anyone. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, how, how do we think we've done? All right. Andrew usually has a uh, a thorough summary. I certainly do. Uh, so here we go. In the first episode of uh, Talking Animals, the, the Curse of the Talking Animals, in the first episode, Zane integrated AI into the government bureaucracy, allowing. What was that specific? Was that was that AI? It was replacing- specifically to recognize and allow. Uh, AI to fulfill functions as uh, recognized intelligence, intelligent uh, entities. That's exactly so right. It, incorporating it, it, animals who are now can demonstrate their intelligence through speech and, and AI to fulfill functions in society, whatever they're best suited to. Sponsored by the government, so if right. if the AI are best suited to whatever function they are in the government, the government will now hire AI. Yes, so so it essentially meant that software and animals could now bid for for tenders. Yeah, you know, and and compete against humans in the same way, purely merit based. Correct. Right. In the in the job market, rather than discriminating against them and saying no, you're a computer, you can only do these very limited tasks. Right. Uh, Seb. Uh, Seb unfortunately ignored in the first episode the claims that there were uh, animals talking. I, but but I think that was specifically claims that it was done by magic or something. Aliens. Or aliens. I was going to research um, some UFO sightings to make That's contact. Right. However, last minute my hands were tied and I had to deny it because I was yeah, in the Australia refused to lend them any of our radio technology. In fact, they came in with a hammer and. Took away our current technology. I see. Yeah. I see. So instead of just like not helping us, they actually came and destroyed our current you know, infrastructure. You're Take welcome. That, You're not yeah. ready for such technology, like radio and my- satellites. Like, why would that. you give a chimpanzee a submachine gun? He's only going to hurt himself or someone else with it. Radio is more dangerous. As dangerous as you think it is. And in that same episode, um, Andropolia constructed homeless shelters because all of a sudden there was there were a whole heap of new sentient beings. Mm-hmm. That uh, didn't have didn't have property didn't have that they needed somewhere to stay somewhere to stay dry. In this, uh, so I I don't know that's that's a tough call between between Zane and I I think um, I'm inclined to vote for myself simply because it addresses a direct need but um, the the long term gains are with uh, Zane Australia for opening up um, well, yeah the, well I think the workforce what, for what you had. Zane Australia already has. That's exactly and right. And so we took the next yeah. step of incorporating them into society yeah. as a whole. So I, so I think, I think on balance, Zane won that, uh, or Zane should get uh, the point for that for that episode. In the second episode, Zane investigated an accidental celebrity death, which we're not sure was pinned on an animal having done it, or no, that's it was, it was, it was like a wrestling match between an animal. And and some Dog celebrity fighting arena. That's, yeah, that's yeah, so I remember yelling at you. Okay. Yeah, where, yeah, where, where it was accidental, off. and yeah, and yeah, there was just so an investigation was, into that. Yeah, so it was whether or not yeah. deaths in uh in sporting rings where or publicity stunts in boxing ring would be investigated as, as per murder. any other yes. 
death. Of course. Uh, yeah. So the, yeah, this was it was two celebrities fighting in in a in a publicity boxing match. Yeah. But I took this to mean yeah, dog fighting yeah. rings, animal fighting rings, especially of kangaroos course. fighting. This was things. that um the yeah. animal consent thing about like level of intelligence for consent. Yes. Yes. So that that is what I decided that. Deaths in the ring should be treated as okay. or investigated as other crimes are. Okay. Seb, uh, unfortunately, again, was, was sidetracked. Mm, you're and weirdly, to- <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, chose to deal with a scandal by denying claims of infidelity. Yep. Poss- possibly with animals. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying anything. I'm- I don't know. He he says that he hates horses a lot. So maybe he doth protest too much. Because they're terrifying teeth. The fact they're 20 foot tall and they don't have horns. I was like, what are you doing? Like, commit to the angle. That's right. And Andrew Polly in that one uh, dismissed claims that mobile phones were causing health problems. Uh, I think that one's an easy an easy win for Zane because um, it's it's the one that addresses things mm. most most directly for the animals. In our third episode, Zane cut all funding to special interest groups. Uh, Seb banned processed foods in favor of only uh, healthy foods. Yes, being, and and f- uh, freshly prepared uh, foods, which went well in spite. Of Zane's attempts for it not to go well, actually, yeah. because of because you wouldn't have chosen that. I mean, you no, might I, want to deny it, but I'm not. I'm my not claiming that I intended it to go well. My option was better. <laughs> this just went well. <laughs> I haven't yielded wrong. the floor, gentlemen. Please. <laughs> and uh, and Andropolia cut taxes for open air offices. I actually think Seb had the had had the win on that one. I agree. I mean, processed foods, frozen foods. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of lag there. The the, the whole idea behind fresh foods is like a just in time uh, delivery, just in time doing. Mm. So you wouldn't necessarily have stocks of uh, meat and such ready to go. You would kind of do that as as, as the need came along. Um, See, I would vote for you, Andrew Poppy, for integrating animals in society. Oh, you by think so? Encouraging open air. Or, or at least more open offices. Oh, well, thank you for that vote, but I'm afraid I'm downvoting myself because I didn't cut taxes across all businesses, <laughs> just specifically for the open air ones. Uh, in our fourth episode, Zane refined the mechanism for referenda by way of uh, Because we had petition. so many new intelligences entering the race yes. between elections. And they have opinions. Yeah. Seb removed restrictions on vaping altogether, all a good win for, for freedom. And uh, Andropolia funded healthcare focused specifically on treating depression. Uh, t- again, tough call between between Zane Australia and uh, Andropolia. I think I'm going to say that was me on that one because depression is such a serious problem in Andropolia. Not in Zane Australia, I understand that, but it did have startling results of you know, yes, well, pu- public healthcare going up. Zane by- Australia is happy to say take <laughs> it because honestly you need it. So, <laughs> and in this in this last episode, Zane implemented a naked day as a, as a public holiday, as a celebration to welcome all the animals. That's exactly right. All, we're all friends now. All problems have been solved in yep. in Zane Australia, and we're all celebrating with nudity. Seb. Prepared the government to read every petition that uh, that it received. Yes, or you know, by by interns, I'm sure, or, or some other mechanism. But for every petition to be to be read and yes. acknowledged as having been received, <laughs> and Andropolia encouraged kids to get out and play, but it had the negative effect that they are all mm. graffitiing and vandalizing uh, property. Mm. Um, I think in that way, in in that case. Mine had negative results. I don't think I deserve any points for that. Zane just, you know, did a celebration because everything's so nice in in Zane Australia already. It's true. So I think in that one, the points go to the points should go to Seb because at least he's acknowledging that you know animals have have opinions. If they're the ones writing the petitions, at least they're going to be heard. Yeah. So, well, it's all, almost exactly the same as my issue. Yeah, that's 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 exactly before. right. Um, this one's this one's a tough one because talking animals and and animal consent is a it's it's purely hypothetical, but it does raise some interesting philosophical arguments. Right? I for, think the trick the trick was we should have all treated this as if it was an influx of refugees, or as if uh, that's okay, exactly okay, how that's, we should have all treated it. Because that's it fair. is literally an influx of people that your creatures that you must now 
make a decision on whether you're going to care for them. Yeah. Put them in someone else's, put them in the box of someone else's problems. Yeah. Or eat them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, well, we did have this discussion, I believe, in either the first yeah. or second episode of, of the thing is yeah. of what treating them yeah. like refugees. These people, yeah. these people who can communicate with are obviously intelligent, have their own set of skills, but very different in your current yeah. populace. Yeah. The difference is between refugees, like for example, if dogs came to life, for example, dog, I get a bad example because they're <laughs> domesticated, but I mean like you say, okay, koalas, you know, now they can speak. They're probably still going to want to continue to eat the same diets they have, like because they're, they're doing that for a nutritional that reason. probably wouldn't change remarkably, yeah. Yeah, so realistically, it it's just opened up. It's kind of like a refugee situation, but it's really just like, look who's talking because they might, with with conversation, does not come intelligence. Yeah. So, it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But again, hypothetical, and we didn't really have any concrete uh, definitive answers for how the animals reacted to it. We just, we all kind of... Uh, I don't know. No, no. Say Australia's... Uh, opinion polls were through the roof. This okay, this is true. You can't you can't argue with that. But we don't know if those opinion polls were were uh, the results of animals voting on that, or whether that was just yeah, true. The the humans' uh, yeah. sentiment towards your your action. But we all definitely opened up the, the field for the animals to integrate themselves into the society. It's just a shame that they've stopped talking all of a sudden. We showed up at work today and... Don't worry, Zane Australia's not- working on it. Is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, very good. <laughs> uh, we, we have our AIs engineering some sort of uh, talking collar. So, look, uh, in, in that one, uh, it, can't be, it can't be denied that Zane Australia launched three vetoes against, against Submerica. It's inconclusive whether... Uh, said America would have had more positive results had it not been for those vetoes. Inconclusive. Very conclusive. I can point to several places on the chart (laughs) to show you. This imaginary chart that I am indicating with my hand. Yeah, I'm just waving my arm. There could be a chart behind me proving my point. And again, in the the two episodes where there were no vetoes issued against uh, Submerica, he did go for freedom and for acknowledging uh, the sentiments of of the populace. So I think in this round, I'm going to award Seb two points and Zane Australia one point. I strongly agree with you. <laughs> oh, I'm voting for Andrew. <laughs> because he didn't veto me three times during that. I wonder what could have caused me to veto and make you so like, salty was, about me vetoing you. I will you. say, I made some damn good choices last round, last during the nuclear conflict round and yeah. every single one of them was overlooked by both of you because of the vetoes that I had thrown. No, so this no, is no. not this is not it, on you. This is just this is a repeat of last time. by me said America. It was overridden by the fact that you were openly attacking me. And so, I don't hold it against you that you're voting for Andy. I in your shoes did exactly the same thing <laughs> and now I'm continuing to do yeah, yeah. the exact same thing. <laughs> my point is, even Andrew voted for you in the last round because of the vetoes that I had thrown to the point that all my results during that period were nullified. So and I'm not saying this is just has you. done the same thing. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this is just on you, but I mean, like, the, the third party also overlooked the results due to the veto. So it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's... It's a status quo result in my eyes because it's a mirror in this case. Oh, so I this wonder, isn't on you. I this wonder what could change the status quo, said America. I wonder what it would take for someone to maybe perhaps act a little bit out of character by admitting the fact that they instigated this whole thing, accepting the treaty that's been very kindly offered more than once on several episodes. This is true. And ending the whole thing. I wonder what it would take. Would it just take a, like, I accept your treaties, eh, Australia. Thank you for not openly declaring martial war against me and launching dinosaur-powered missiles. The real problem here is... I did two videos and you've done three, so you've turned into the aggressor. So now I'm going to have to play the I'm moral not the high aggressor. ground. That's, I'm that's just... playing semantics. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> and what do we say is the best kind of correct? <laughs> Being technically correct. Yeah, it's also technically true that you <laughs> threw the first punch. I know, but if I th- if I punch someone and then they turn around and stab me with a knife, they have overstretched. Possibly. Uh, we are possibly. watching that overstretch occur. Possibly, if the but- Nazis inv- invade Poland and then Poland just, once the Nazis leave, do nothing, does that mean that Poland uh, wins? No, no, no. 
if if the Nazis invade Poland and then they leave Poland and then Poland drops a nuclear bomb on them, yep. then Poland has overreached. Okay, so what you're saying is I'm the saying, Nazis were right. I'm saying <laughs> in an alleged time of conflict, you negated to fight back and then waited till conflict was over and are now attacking someone who is not attacking you and are claiming innocence. And I can't uh-huh. abide by I'm that. I'm not no, claiming no, 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 innocence. No, 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 no. That, that is fair. That is fair to say that, but again, it's a half truth because during that time, during that time where you were not, where you were no longer launching things and things were quiet, you also didn't acknowledge or apologize for what you had done. Why would I so Zane Australia is Zane Australia is justified in retaliating. Yes, and continuing to do so with a, with 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 the until un, until there's, there's an acknowledgement that. You know, there's there's a there's a willingness and also, for America to declare peace. I continue peace. to do so to demonstrate that Zane Australia will not be attacked lightly ever again. That's fine. You, I, I was never once shocked that there was retaliation. I was shocked that we saw me I, launch I a one and we him have a launch a five. Saying that you were shocked. Oh, because that was last season, man. Get oh, over yeah, it. no, of um, course. Yeah, because when when yeah. you were lying all the time, yeah, so we should lo- trust you now. That was last arc. <laughs> that was nuclear conflict, Seb America. This isn't. This is talking animals, Seb America. All right, I don't think we're going to get anywhere this episode. <laughs> but could I? Could I ask you? No, you're asking nothing. <laughs> As a gesture of good faith, could I? Could I put in a calendar entry for a? For a meeting, could I schedule a meeting between Submerica and Zane Australia to at least discuss a ceasefire? I'm not buying to peace. at least acknowledge <laughs> to at least acknowledge Zane Australia's grievance that it does have some grounding, and maybe discuss the possibility of ending I'm, hostilities. I'm playing the nation states game. I'm playing the new world order game, but the DLC of paying three dollars for peace is not a DLC that I'm interested in. If they put it, if they wanted you it there, it first, they would have put America, it America, not interested in peace. They would have put it in the main game if I was meant to play it at the time, but they're trying to add it now to shill some money off me and I will not partake. <laughs> well, we have, we have reached a wall. <laughs> Find us on Facebook. Find <laughs> us on Twitter. Continue to be our favourite people on Patreon and we'll catch you next week when we get another Gypsy Curse. Please. In fact, I say next week, it's today. You should check it out <laughs> right now. All right. As always, I have been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards an increasingly conflicted future. I have been your number one contender and your man that has seen an elephant in person. <laughs> Sebastian of the United States of Seb America. You know, we don't just set the bar. We are the bar, you know. And I have been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Till next time, gentlemen. Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown. Relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like. And a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh yeah. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.